So today we're talking about why in 2021, you can no longer rely on simply delighting your customers. If you believe in trust-based marketing and the power of second-order thinking, you need to surprise them, literally blow them away and take their breath away. So in this episode, we want to talk about how blowing your customers away and then telling their story uh, can lead to a lot of more business down the road in a very unscalable way. So before we begin, we're going to start every episode with a quick icebreaker. So I'm pulling a card out of my box of tricks. And this time I get to ask Gavin the question. (laughs) And here we go. If you knew you wouldn't get hurt, would you rather skydive or view sharks from an underwater cage? I mean, you're talking to a guy who would do neither. (laughs) So that should be interesting. Uh, I think I think I know the answer. I think uh, because I'm I'm afraid of heights, uh, so I definitely would prefer to go uh, shark diving. Um, and I think just because there's an extra layer of protection, it's very unlikely a shark can get into the cage anyway. So I think the the fear of falling and the parachute not opening uh, from that height uh, would really put me off that. Yeah. What about the unpredictability of sharks? Yeah, but I mean, you're in a cage, right? So uh, it's very unlikely that the shark can actually break open the cage. I mean, you know, they have shark diving in Cape Town. There's a good chance. I hope you, you, you guys heard it here first. He's not scared to do that. <laughs> so today we wanted to kind of share this amazing experience we had recently. Now, I'm sure you recall we had uh, uh, one of our most recent podcasts was about how um, you should never disregard your smaller customers and you never know what can come from from that customer. So basically, I, I won't go too much into it because you can just hear it yourselves, but basically we spoke about this experience that we had where somebody disregarded us because we weren't a big job and we felt really deflated and we felt like we weren't worth anything and we connected that with how you can treat your smaller customers no matter what you're offering them, a service, a product, you know, whatever it is that you should never disregard anybody because you never know what can come from it. So after that, just a a sheer coincidence, nothing to do with the podcast, we had the completely opposite extreme of that experience. So we have been using um, this plumber um, for many years now, um, And he's always done an amazing job and he's always been reliable and um, we've always had a great experience with him. So this time we needed him. So as you know, we've just um, moved into another house and we're doing some work on the house and we needed basically our plumbing redone completely. And he came in and he said, okay, well, what he's going to do, he's going to move everything into the garage. He's going to make one like central hub for all the plumbing. He wants to move the water tank. He wants to um, give us a new boiler, you know, just kind of spruce it up a bit. And then when we, I actually called him and I said, listen, we're going to be away one week. Um, Would you prefer to do it then or would you need us in the house? And he said, no, it's much easier if we're away because then he can turn off the heating and the, you know, and everything and the plumbing. He doesn't have to worry about that. He can just get on with it. And then I took him into the garage and he saw that we had started a renovation on our garage. So we were converting it into a gym and we're massive Peloton fans. So we um, decided to kind of match the Peloton branding and do a bit of red and a bit of charcoal, a bit of black, you know, just like make it really look really, really cool. Um, When he walked into the garage, his face lit up and he said, oh my God, will you leave me your, your paint colors? And we was like, yes, like, okay, like random. Like, why would we leave you our paint? But okay, we've got extra in the shed. No problem. Okay, so anyway, off we go on our holiday. 
And um, basically, kind of very, very long story short, we came back and our mouths kind of dropped. I mean, like, like I've never seen before. We were expecting, you know, a really nice, neat job. You know, he's, we, as I said, we've known him for a long time. He's always done good work. We were expecting nothing short of, you know, clean, neat plumbing and something we would be happy with. What we weren't expecting is for him to have completely transformed our garage. This was the equivalent, the plumbing equivalent of pimp my ride. He pimped our garage, like, <laughs> to the nth degree. So basically, we we, we absolutely have to share videos and, and photos with you guys. But basically, what he did was he completely latched onto the color scheme that we had. He got a, com a complete feeling of what we like and where our what inspires us in the space just based on the colors and, and the fact that it's a garage and it's a kind of, you know, he knows us as being like kind of, you know, we like funky things. We like, you know, pushing the limits and boundaries a little bit. Um, and he, he had the boiler wrapped. He had the water tank wrapped. He had in, in black and he had, I don't even know the names of these pipes. He's going to, he's, I mean, these, these, these things, he's not going to be happy with me if I call them the wrong thing. So I'm just going to say these, this plumbing equipment painted and all these pumps and everything. He completely made, you know, transformed it and made it red and black and with copper pipes and all this exposed pipes, this completely industrial copper pipe look. You know, he could have, we originally said to him, we wanted kind of behind a cupboard so that it would hide away. And instead of that, he thought, let's take it to the max. And why would you want to hide this away? It's just an amazing, like, um, visual. And it shows anyone who comes into our house that we've thought things through and, you know, we've taken pride. And, you know, that's what we were saying. Like, if we ever came to sell the house, you would walk into the garage and say, wow, these people have spent money on actually redoing the plumbing. I think there's a, there's, a, there's a big lesson from this story. Um, you know, if you look at most plumbers, they would have probably got the job done. You might have asked them to obviously give us a new plumbing system, make sure it's hidden behind a cupboard, which is what we asked for. Uh, but there's some plumbers, like our plumber, who went above and beyond. He he saw what we wanted. He saw we wanted this black and red gym area. And as Martin said, instead of hiding behind a cupboard, he wants to make our plumbing almost like a work of art, which you'll see if you look at the show notes at the link it, it will share. Um, yeah, so most plumbers would have satisfied the customer. They would have probably got a review online from that customer. But a lot of them would have missed a trick. Um, you know, they, they would have obviously just delivered what was expected. But in our case, our plumber really over-delivered. He went above and beyond in an unscalable way. So obviously, we refer to unscalable as things that you kind of can't really replicate for all your customers. But you can do it for the odd few in a way that will help them refer other customers to your business, which is what, what you were saying, Martin. Mm. And one thing he did, as, as Martin alluded to, was about wrapping the, the boiler. Uh, he, he literally took the boiler in his truck um, and the water tank uh, to a car wrapping company. And he made sure that the, the boiler wasn't white or green, whatever color a normal boiler is. <laughs> and he wanted to make it the color that matched our charcoal gym. He got it colored in the, in the right color uh, or covered in the right color. And he had that brought back to the house and then fitted into the plumbing area. And um, he was able to, from that, obviously driving it to a, a company to get it um, uh, wrapped, then create a story around the whole exercise. So us going away for the week, him taking it away, bringing it back, um, kind of showing our reaction. So he even he even had a camera there showing us, uh, you know, for the unveiling of the new plumbing <laughs> system, 
how he how he responded to this thing. Um, so it just shows that if you if you go above and beyond, uh, sorry, and I, I forgot to mention that he was going to do all this. He did all this for free. It's all the extras, the covering of the the boiler, the the water tank. It was all just his way of getting us to be overly delighted. So obviously, I mean, the the job wasn't free. Let's not get that wrong. So we paid him yeah. for what he quoted for, and then the above and beyond, he considered that he referred to it as an investment because he knew that he would get other jobs out of it because of the level of of, of care and and um, expertise and um, the design and you know the fact that we were so happy with it. Yeah, so I mean from the story I think I think it's a framework that you can use just like our plumber has done. So I'm going to mention just four things that you can do going forward to help you over deliver for your customers. Obviously the first thing is uh, when you're given a job, you know, whether you're I don't know whatever profession you're in, whether you're an accountant or a plumber or a lawyer whatever it is, if you can find the odd things um, that you can do to maybe excite your customer in a way that they won't necessarily expect, um, whether it is maybe, I don't know, giving a box of chocolates afterwards or um, you know, if you hear what they're asking for, mm. yeah, a piece of swag mm. or something that you can do to really delight them or even over delight them in a way that gets them to really remember you and want to share your story. That's what's one. That's the first thing. So over deliver. The second thing is when you figure out the extras you want to share, if you can do that as a surprise and obviously don't charge for the extras, but do it almost as an unveiling. So let's say, you know, you've heard what they want. You didn't, you didn't share the first version of what you were going to deliver, but you've, you've hidden those extras for afterwards. And if you can kind of somehow record that story as you unveil those extras to them, that can be a, a real like sort of viral piece of content that you can use going forward. After you've delighted that customer, if you can get them to share that viral piece of content with their audience and to tell the story from their perspective, mm-hmm. from their own sort of angle, that's how you can really build up this powerful narrative about what you did for them. The impact, if I record a video, or Gavin records a video and actually shares our experience and our delight with the world, it'll be so much more effective than him saying how he did, what he did and how great it is. That's obviously amazing. But it takes it to another level when you've got a happy customer saying that. And as we say, like your best salespeople are your happiest customers. And like, why wouldn't we want to share the love with everybody else? Why wouldn't we want to share our experience if we're happy? And the thing is, as I say, he can pay for ads. He can do all these things. He can post a million pictures of our garage if he wants to. He's absolutely welcome to. But the fact is, is that Gavin and I could record a few videos and put them in the right places saying how happy we are and the impact will be so much greater. We're basically not believers in um, influencer marketing, so we wouldn't. We we're not getting a cut. There's nothing in this for us at all. But we just want to spread the joy and spread our and you know share our experience with people. And I mean, I don't know. Do you want to just share your kind of views on um, on influencer marketing? I mean, the kind of how the experience would differ if we were getting a cut. Let's say. Um, yeah, obviously influencers, like the, the, the typical um, terminology of what an influencer is, is someone who is paid to promote something. So you might get a cut from a brand that you're working for or from a company that you have a partnership with. And they, they're essentially paying you to say something about that particular product or share a photo about the product or tell a story. In this case, um, I, I believe influencers, your best influencers are your customers and your employees. So that, that's why I believe in really, uh, rather than spending money on paying for influencer marketing, put that money into your customers. And just like we've described now is if you can put that money into going that 
extra mile for them and creating that moment of extreme delight and joy, that's where you can really have this authentic influencer marketing. But I think if you can rather think about influencer marketing as how you can delight your customers, turning them into advocates and promoters, giving them a voice on social media or on YouTube or wherever it is, that's really the key to successful influencer marketing in, in, in my mind. Um, yeah, so if you want to check out the video that our plumber made of our pumped up plumbing, uh, check out the link in our show notes. There's a photograph uh, there as well of the finished product, but I highly recommend taking a look. Um, secondly, I would highly recommend listening to our other episodes. Uh, we have one about not waiting for your big customer and how you can use your smaller customers um, as a way to attract more customers in an unscalable way, just like our plumber Winston has done uh, in this example. And then looking at second order thinking. So in, in the previous episode, we spoke about second order thinking where you, know, you aren't thinking of the short-term impact. So our plumber could have thought of getting the job done, getting the money, and that's it, moving on to his next job. But if you can think beyond that first um, sort of interaction and thinking about how you can turn that customer into a promoter and really get them to bring you more customers in the long run, that's really what second order thinking is and how you can adopt it here in this example. And lastly, as I said, um, tomorrow or whenever it is, when you're thinking about how you can leverage your existing customers, try to think of ways that you can over-deliver what is expected. Think of creative ways where you can bring them something new that they weren't ex expecting or maybe something you heard or overheard about what they were wanting and a way that you can really surprise them and get them to share that with their audience and their, their friends.